Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Please have you long Tuesday. We're sportsing hard here. Got to get to the Shans, man. The Shans died over the weekend. I refuse to be sad about it. Bill Shonnelly. That's what I said. He won. Rip City. It's not sad. It's a celebration. That guy won life. Rip City. 93 years old. And probably the, uh, certainly in the city, and I think you can make a case statewide, there wasn't a more beloved man in the last hundred years, maybe ever, than Bill freaking Shonnelly. And he lived a 93 and just, he was the mayor of this city. For years and years and years, every, he was iconic. His car was iconic. Rip City will live forever. Even if the name Bill Shonley fades over the years, the fact that the nickname of this the, the, the team, the city, it's on jerseys. I mean, he came up with that on a mistake. Yeah, on a whim, right? Yeah. He, was, he, he, he didn't have it holstered. He meant to say Swish City, I think it was. Like the ball going through the net, and I think that's if I remember correctly, I think it was it was it was a mistake, but I think it was Swish City, and it just it, he he misspoke, and he just he said Rip City, and the damn thing stuck, and now it's on the front of nineteen seventy, and now it's on the front of jerseys, and like I said, the Lakers, he's just a he's a beloved man. There's not a single person you will meet that has one negative thing to say about Bill Shonley, and that just doesn't happen in this world, so. My my hat's off. Like I said, I refuse to be sad. That's a celebration of a man that won life. Well, he was great because, um, you know, you you always knew he was the real deal when you'd walk around the arena if yep. you're at a game. Yep. And he'd be up there walking around, yep. just shaking hands. Yeah, he was an ambassador, saying hello. Yep. And to think at one he point he didn't have to do that. No, but he loved it. And he'd and, take pictures, and, and then he'd, pre- you know, it's it's always like we always joked, like, does he even know who we are? <laughs> because he'd come up to you and yeah. be like. He wouldn't say your name, but he but he would just treat you like he like you were long friend like old yes. friends, you know. And, he never met a stranger. Yeah, and that was his, the beauty of him. But we always wondered if if he knew who we were, <laughs> and we never got the answer until one day. I think I've told you this. Yeah, I think you've. This it, is my it, one little Bill Shonley story. Yeah, your little connection to Bill. <laughs> Sean's, uh, so we've met him a million times. Yeah. 
you see him down at the games. Yep. He's back been, when we used to go to the games. He's come on the radio promoting something yeah, once or twice. We've had over him the on, years. but you know, it's never like, "Hey, Isaac," or "Hey, Suk." It's just like, "How you doing?" And then he moves on to the next picture, right? Yeah. Um, he so back in our old our old building, we had desk phones that you could you could call the front desk and they would patch you through to our desk phone mm-hmm. and we would never answer them ever ever however um because that's where all the creepo calls came through <laughs> every once in a while you'd you'd find something on there that yeah. you know you could respond to but otherwise it's just people telling you it was weird hey man you said this and that's not right <laughs> okay whatever yeah hey, i want to talk to you about the lions yeah. running back yeah like, that was the thing i had someone you got one i had the- someone that kept calling me and i forget who the lions running back was but he wanted to have a deep, like meaningful conversation about the Lions running back, yeah. and he kept calling on it. That and was I was an important question. I was terrified to call him back that he wanted to wear my skin. So, one day in the the phone had a little red light on it, and when the red light was blinking, you knew you had a message, and it was just like, oh no, what is this? Buckle up. So I I uh, pick up the phone and check the message, and it's one message, and freaking Bill Shonley's voice pops on. <laughs> that very distinct. And it's like, voice. Isaac, Bill Shonley here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what could this be about? Yeah. Like, could it, I say something bad about the Blazers again? Probably. <laughs> Did I finally piss off Bill Shonley? <laughs> Isaac, Bill Shonley here. This is a message too. So, yeah. you know, he didn't catch me. He's live. not, he's not texting. You know, Bill's a... Well, I don't have his number. He doesn't have my number. Like I said, we, he, we he, didn't really know each other. Bill doesn't text. Bill calls. Isaac, Bill Shonley here. And then he goes, What's the name of that sleep apnea place you guys endorse? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. I was like, oh my God, Sean's, Sean snores. Yeah, look at that. So Not I, anymore. I call him back and he's like, Hey, great show. Listen to you all the time. Rip Shutter! <laughs> What's the name of that? And then I gave him all the info, and then that was it. That was Never it. talked to him again. That was your that was your brief encounter yeah. with greatness. Yeah, but I think from that, I can deduce that Bill Shonley did know yes. who we were. Yes. Obviously, I mean, he... Because he sought us out. He sought, he, us. he sought you out for, uh, for See, a snoring commercial. advertising works. Advertising And then I works. said, hey, you got any ends at uh, standard TV and appliance, Bill? And he's like, no, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> you wanted to buy an electric range from him? I wonder, if, I wonder if Sean's could get you a good discount there. Was there a Sean's discount? Like if you go into standard or TV and appliance and you drop the uh, the name, you're like, hey, I, uh, I know the Sean's. Yeah, you know how many people probably tried to say that? Oh, gosh. Everybody well, knows the Sean's. Well, that's why I, I wonder how many people, because everyone knows the Sean's, how many people really knew him? Do you think he was one of those guys that only had like one or two really close friends because he had eight billion other just yeah, kind of outside circle friends. I don't know. Oh, I he mean, was married he's, a couple times, I think. Right? He had some kids, and I just have never met anyone with a uh, with a negative Sean's experience. So Sean's, yeah, he was he was great. And I just I always remember him like just that that cream colored Cadillac with the Rip City license plates and drove like a bat out of hell. Drove like a bat out of hell, and he was always dialed in. I never saw him like in sweats or anything. He was always dressed up, and he always had a smile on his face, and. You know, he had the championship ring on, and he just was great. I also remember, too, when they fired him. <laughs> and, yeah, that and, was bad. And they blew him out. And, you know, I don't think that the Blazers understood. No. They, they, did, no, they, they, didn't. they didn't get it. Paul Allen didn't get it. No. Paul was a Seattle guy. Yep. And I know Sean's was in Seattle for a bit. 
But they didn't understand no, the power what, of the Shans. What that meant. They did that with uh, Barrett and Rice, too. Barrett they didn't Rice, really get that when they turned no. those guys. Something similar happened, and it's it's a funny crossover, it happened in the Bay Area. The guy who shot the shot that he said Rip City for was Jim Barnett. Jim yeah. Barnett ended up calling games for the Warriors for like 30 years. Oh. And the Warriors let it slip like midway through the season that it was going to be his last season so they could kind of start to do all the ceremonial goodbye stuff and the fan base just wasn't having it and they basically said no he's he's got to come back next year and then he came back for four or five more years after that hmm. someone said they would run into him at the oswego grill in wilsonville yeah, he had that his, was his place he had his own table he has a table which there is badass yeah like you couldn't even be mad like if you're waiting for a table that was and, well known and all of a sudden the shans walks in and he just sits right down you can't be mad at that you're like yeah it's the shans yeah, that's whoa. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll just sit at the bar. Yeah. You know, you've established I don't know if I've ever I've had places that I've been a regular, but I've never had a table somewhere. Yeah, that's 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 a major accomplishment in my opinion when you get a you get a table. Well, he was in there a lot. Yeah. Did I don't you know, know that if I want one at the Oswego Grill, but you know, you get one at yeah. like I'd like what like if I had a table at ringside, like you would probably go Laurelhurst, yeah, right? Yeah. If you get a table at a place like that, you just walk in, you're t- and it's the same table, same waiter. Hell yeah. Did you know he could sing? I didn't know the Shans could sing. Yeah, he sang in the choir. I could at his church. I could one hundred percent see that. Big music guy. I picture him doing a lot of Sinatra. Well, he liked big uh big band. Big jazz, yeah. you know, big band type stuff, swing music. I think I read. Can you imagine like a young Shans like partying back in the day? Shans. <laughs> like if you went back, like if you had a time machine, would you go back to like nineteen seventy one and tie one on with the Shans? Yeah, you're, I think so. You're I out mean, there, you'd be a wingman for the Shans. He's out there cruising, <laughs> cruising the street like Broadway, picking up chicks back in the day. He was a good-looking fella. Yeah, I'll tell you that they've got his old uh, military photos. Well, anyway, uh, rest in peace, Bill Shonley. It was a good, long, wonderful life. Hopefully, he got some help for his sleep apnea. <laughs> well, he lived in '93, so <laughs> right. whatever. Maybe he... I helped prolong his life. Can it's... I take credit for that? I think you can. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Gonna do that. Well, he was great, oh, and yeah, he will I see be him here with the old military photo. Are we doing like a? Uh, are they going to have a big? Are they going to have a big public? Uh, what to do? Why are you asking me this? I don't. Oh, know. I just was wondering. I haven't seen. I was wondering if you had uh, you had heard. Yeah. Well, they did know. a tribute uh, two games ago. No, no, on... no. I'm talking about a funeral. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't remember. I mean, I've been here a long time. The vast majority of my life has been spent in this uh, this area, and I don't really remember us having like a. Like a big funeral, like you know, where the uh, the masses show up. But I'll Not bet even you, Paul Allen. No, but I'll bet you. Well, I mean, as as much as Paul Allen was the Blazers, Paul Allen was Seattle, right? Oh, for sure. Paul and, Allen and he didn't really connect. No, with he wasn't Portland. But I'll bet you, if you had the Shans's funeral, and you had, I don't know what's our biggest like uh, mega church here. I don't know. Buck, you're, you're asking a, the wrong. You're guy. a mega preacher. You're a Joel Olstein sort of guy. I or, am. Yeah, I think so. I don't know who who's a man of gone here at the station. I don't know who we turn to. The text program, like if you had our, do we have some a man of lord at the station, or are we all godless heathens? Well, you, I mean, yeah, I was, I was the moral. Well, compass. I, go, I go to my local Christian church, but I do not. Do uh, I don't go to a mega church. Yeah, I go to Beaverton Christian Church. Yeah, yeah. I was the moral compass on this program for years. Although you know, that was a little... I didn't know you went to church. On occasion. Is Buck uh, one of the few who goes actually goes to church on the show? Oh, we're talking like maybe half a dozen times a year. It's not yeah, very regular. Yeah. That still may put you at number one on the list. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, Dirt, I was going to say. I, Dirt and Sprague don't strike me as uh, I don't know. As Jesus guys. Danny and Dusty, no. You and me, no. I think Danny might be. Danny? Danny? I, uh, it's I possible. Think Danny's, yeah. It's possible. 
He's a he mm. takes the the bread mm. of God. Well, what they do at the games, the Blazers games for Sean's. Well, they, they did they did like a big video board tribute where they and the moment of silence. I mean, the the kind of typical thing. But you'd think there's going to be a a more a bigger event that's specific to him. There there would have to be right. Oh, I don't know. Don't never underestimate the Blazers' uh, yeah, ability to yeah, be tone deaf. Yeah. But uh, I just think if you had a if you had a big memorial at one of those churches, you would you would pack that thing thousands upon thousands. People would wait in line to go pay their respects to the Shans. Listen to people speak about him. Yeah. Somebody said Jerome Kersey's funeral was enormous. I could see that. Totally. He was like he was like the Shans. Well, I'll tell you what. Had Kersey. If the Sean, God rest Jerome Kersey, who again was just a wonderful human being, if if Kersey was still alive and the Shans passed, Kersey would be the Shans because he was that the same new Shans. He would be the new Shans. He would be the well. He was an ambassador for the team, and he was beloved. Same thing by everybody. Now I don't know who we got. We got to I don't know Darth Blazer or something. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, we got Barrett still alive. Yeah, but they they. They turfed him. They turfed him, and now there's like a weird thing. But does the guy need to be a blade? Like, does it need to be a? Yeah. I, I I love associated with the team, or can well, Sloy be our, our true north? Sloy, now? yeah, we need someone. We need our true north. We need something. Well, it's not Clyde. No, maybe Lillard. It'll be Lillard if he stays here and, after he's done. Yeah, if he stays here and makes this his home, Lillard already owns this city, and he will. He he will. As long as he stays here, this will be his. This will be his. City. Mike Rice left. He's in Florida. Yeah, and Barrett's great, but Barrett does so much different stuff. Barrett's not really associated anymore. And to his credit, I don't think he. He's not bitter, but he doesn't embrace that. How could you? You know, because they've never really welcomed him back the way they did the Sean. So, yeah. it, it's it's really the only candidate here. Like it is going to be Lillard, and hopefully this doesn't end. You know, I would hate for all of his loyalty, and I, I get there's people now, and they're not good, and it's the it could be the best way going forward if you're talking about long term success of the team. But after all the loyalty that he's shown, when he everyone else in the NBA would have asked out, and he said it a million times, and this is his his city, and he lives here, he's raised his kids here. I would really hate for this thing to end messy. I think he deserves better than that. I think he deserves loyalty for what he's shown, and even if it's even if it's 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 a little costly towards the end, I'm I'm a keep Lillard in Portland guy for the rest of his career because I want him to be that guy. I, this I want him to own this city. All right, well, Sean's will miss you, partner. Ninety three years old. Bingo, bango, bongo. Right? Did yep. he have that one? Yep. I'm too young to remember his calls, but I do remember when they. I guess my my first indoctrination to the Sean's was just uh, him being around at the you know at the facilities, but also uh, them. Turfing him, yeah, and and what a big and deal just it was. The, yeah, how big of a deal it was. I didn't understand yeah. that until until that happened. Nope, growing up, that was you know growing up here. He was uh, he was the guy, and it just goes to show you that sometimes team ownership and whatnot they just don't have their finger on the pulse. <clears throat> what were his other um, catchphrases? What Got to make your free throws, right? Lickety Brindle up the middle was another one. Um, I'm trying to think of what the Anything other Anything else? Ones. Yeah, he had the, uh, what was the other, the, the twine. Oh, tickle the twine? Tickle the twine. Yeah. I mean, he was, he be him. Lickety Brindle up the middle. That one's underrated. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And I think he said that one, too, was kind of a, just, it just kind of happened. Now, is Demers going to be doing, uh, throwing <laughs> some of these out there in honor of the Shans here? Can you do that? 
Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Is Honor it, the man. Is it weird? Well, I mean, we, everyone does the Rip City stuff. I think you do it one game and that's it. Yeah. And you put it to bed. One game. It's you like th- retiring a jersey. You throw them all in there. Yeah. And then we all do a standard TV and appliance commercial just for yeah. the just for the sake of it. All right. Uh, up next, Open Seggy. Look at that. You never know what we're going to hit you with. It is 417 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, in the uh, open segi, uh, you're going to hear NBA audio. We have NBA audio from the weekend that we have yet to play for you. And uh, piggybacking off of the Sean's talk. Let's just go right to Damian Lillard and Patrick Beverly. Yeah, going at it. Got some uh, got some beef. Yeah, well, Pat, that's what Pat Bev does. Yes. Yeah, that's his... And he's not very good. It's his job. <laughs> I mean... Well, he's good at what he does, though. He's good at what he does, but come on. See, that... Yeah, but that's smart of a player who's not very good to carve out a niche in this way. Sure. Because you affect the game more by doing what he does, getting under people's skin... Than you would by just being pedestrian, Pat Beverly, who can guard a little. Yes, because he look, he's got a place in the NBA, but he's the definition of a role player, and yet, oh, for sure, he's maybe the most known role player for crap like this. Yeah, well, he just gets up in your kitchen. Yeah, he gets under your skin. That's he's his a, whole idea. He's an agitator. I like it. I want it on my team. <laughs> I would want seriously. If I had a playoff team, I'd want him on my bench. I'll throw his ass in there, stirred up. Yeah, I love that. I, I think every team needs a guy like him. Well, here he is. Um, so. The other night, they came back. So he plays for the Lakers. Yeah, if you didn't know, and the Lakers suck, but so do the Blazers. So, <laughs> so the Blazers, from what I understand, were down. No, the Blazers were up twenty-five or twenty. No, they were down double digits. They outscore them by a billion and go up like twenty-seven. Yeah, I think it was twenty-six at the half, if I'm not mistaken. And then they lost. Yeah, because Beverly talked crap to Lillard. And then yeah. Lillard goes off, <laughs> and they buried him. They outscored him by 30-something in the second quarter. Highest scoring quarter of the of the year for him. And then they go into the half with this huge lead, 71 to 40-whatever. And then they And then Patrick lost. Beverly goes off. <laughs> I 
I don't think he really went off. <laughs> but, well, I mean, come on. You're going to start talking crap? No, but I, I think Beverly— If you're Lillard, finish I, it. I think Beverly had like four points. Oh, I know. He's not a. But he's at, not Damian Lillard. But at the end of the game, when L.A. had safely put it away, you know, Dame points at his watch. Yeah. Well, Dame Bever- time. Dame time. Uh, Beverly went down and he he was tapping his watch and then holding it up and shaking it like it was a broken watch. That's a good bit. It, you know, that's a good bit. I've always and it suited the moment. It it did because and this is the thing. I love Damian Lillard, but if you're going to point at your wrist, that's right. When you're you're smoking someone, be prepared for someone to mock you with it when they come back from twenty six down. No question. You know, you, you and of course that person's going to be Patrick Beverly. Yes. So they asked Beverly um, about the matchup after the game, and here's what he said. It did seem like you uh, you had a, a the kind of a constant dialogue with Dame throughout. Uh, you end up tonight being the plus 27. Uh, Dame has a slow shooting night. What what were you looking at uh, that matchup wise? He, he, he would have cooked me. You would have said he had. A, I couldn't guard him, but now he missed a couple of shots as a slow shooting night. Honestly, well, I, I said you were plus 27. No, right? That, that, I did that? a good job on Dame. That sound better. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask the question, let you answer it. I just answered it. Thanks, so, question. Any more on just the the matchup? No, always good to see Dame. Hell uh, of a, a, a point guard in this league. Um, you know his ability to shoot it. You know, from the logo, uh, puts pressure on your defense. Uh, you know, I think it was a you know team effort tonight. Uh, it was, it wasn't one man. Very sensitive. Yes. NBA guys can be very, very, very sensitive. Yeah. And this is a long go. I mean, they they don't get along. Who? Patrick Beverly and Damian Lillard. This is not. Well, something... who gets along with Patrick Beverly? I don't think any. Well, that's no one. What, no one's like he shouldn't be in L.A. because LeBron James hated him. Yeah, He's everyone just, hates him everyone until hates he plays him. for your team, and then you're like, oh, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I guess. Well, anyway. Um, he's got a point there. It's like, oh, Lillard just was off tonight. Well, no, how about uh, I did a little something to, you know, I mean, that's fair, and that's sure. his whole job is sure. to try to, I mean, he's not like he's going to drop 30 uh, Beverly, right? His yes. whole job is to just defend. and Yeah. So um, here's... I'm, look, I'm looking here. Yeah, Beverly on that night, he played 29 minutes, and uh, he scored four points. I know, but that's not his yeah, role. Yeah, that's not his, his role. His role is... Yeah. Defense. Lillard went five of seventeen, three of thirteen from behind the arc for twenty-four, and you'll take that. If five of seventeen. Five of seventeen. Yeah. So I, if I'm Beverly, I, I'm you're, yeah, you're happy I'm like, with that. Well, not only that, but I'm saying I'm calling that guy out. Like yeah. he didn't just have a bad shooting night. How about like I locked him down. Yeah. Like I did a good job. And that's then, fair. And then on uh, Twitter, uh, Damian, Lillard, Damian Lillard called him Flip from Above the Rim. Yeah, and I didn't know what that meant until somebody explained it to me like I was four. Well, you've seen it. That's the larceny in your heart, right? The Above that, the Rim. What? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. That, that, that was, was from... Um, yeah. We the, reviewed the worst movie ever. Yeah, what was that? Because that was another basketball movie. Above the Rim was the one with Tupac, and Flip was uh, Bernie Mac. He was like the con man drug dealer that ends yeah. up getting murdered. And I had no idea what that meant when yeah. he posted that. I was like, what does that mean? And then yeah. somebody explained it to me on Twitter. But the uh, I don't remember that, that movie, but the line was, She's from the D. Vanessa's from the D, yo. She was born with larceny in her heart. Yeah, they were playing some basketball game with a bunch of trash fires. Like, that was how they were lighting the court. Yeah, I forget the name of that. Boy, that was a bad movie. It was ridiculous. It was so bad that we re- we took like two hours to review it here on the broadcast one time. <laughs> yeah, someone we had a guest on and someone brought it up and we're like, what? Should we watch this? It was like one of the stand up comedians from Helium, like Arby Spears oh. or something. Well, anyway, uh, Lillard spoke about now. Lillard's getting fed up oh, too. Crossover, by the way, that's what crossover. It was. Crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch it. Yeah. Um, Lillard's fed up too, and he he gets a little testy. Yeah. This was after the Lakers game as well. I want us. I mean, I don't. I want us to be in the best position to win. 
um, you know, my job is to, to play point guard and to be prepared and go out there and do what I do. Um, and everybody has a job. And right now we're not we're not winning. Right now we haven't been consistent. Um, you know, but it's not my job to say um, who goes where or what needs to happen as far as the roster. You know, I that's not my job. But um, what I will say is right now we just not we're not getting it done. So um, you know, I, I do want to win. You know, I don't think there's no secret that I, I want to win. And um, you know, I think we gotta we gotta do whatever we have to do to be in a position to win. You know, I think that's the the point of us us showing up is to to give ourselves the best chance to win. So um, you know, I'm all for whatever whatever that means. I don't think it's fair for y'all to be asking me these questions right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I think that's kind of a weak move. Um, you know, it's our team is struggling. You know, and I've been transparent about our struggles and stuff that we could do better. But y'all put y'all put that's y'all putting me in a position to. To you know, answer questions that I don't think is cool, man. Well, because a lot of this organization operates on your timeline. I understand. I understand. I understand that. No, I understand that. But you know, there, there's people that you can ask those questions too. You know what I mean? And even if, even if, even if it is on me or whatever, they could answer your questions. So even if they did ask me a question and I gave them my opinion. You know, I'm sure they're going to give you whatever answer that they give you based on what reality is. But I'm saying I don't think it's cool for y'all to, to be putting me in that position, you know, especially after a tough loss. We in a tough stretch like that ain't cool. You know what I mean? And I answer all y'all questions. And, you know, y'all, that's to me, that that feels like just a lack of respect to put me in that position. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Like, sure. I think what he's saying is like, dude, don't. Why are you asking yeah. me this? Yeah, you're. You're. I got to go back into the locker room with my teammates. Yeah. and he clearly, can't, yeah. and clearly, we're struggling. Right? He can't answer those questions. Exactly. What do you want me to say? But yes, I do yes, think ship so and so out. You, <laughs> right. you know. But I do think this whole and he says this a lot. That's not my job. That's bullshit. Yeah. The idea that, look, dude, you're the French. You're the cornerstone of the franchise. You're all the franchise has. At least admit that you're a key voice in the room. Yeah, I understand that. You know, admit, like, don't say, like, I think it's kind of, okay, I think the second part of what he said is fair. It's a little disrespectful to keep asking him those questions. I think that is fair. That doesn't mean they're going to stop asking them. Sure. But, you know, I, I get it. What's he supposed to say? The first part where where he sort of punts is just like, well, that's not even my job, and I just show up to play point guard. That's bull crap. Yeah. And just stop, stop feeding us bull. Like well, just, think, just say, I, look, dude, I, I am going to be a part of this. I, I'm a key voice, uh, but I can't talk about that. And I think that's what Quick was saying when so much of this is based on your timeline. Yeah, I mean, right? of like, course, he's a huge, yeah. he he's a huge factor here, and what he wants and what he thinks works is a huge factor. So just admit that yeah, at least sure. before you. And then you say, look, but please don't ask me about it during the season because yeah. all I'm trying to do is is yeah. take the guys we have yeah. and play better. I'm trying to figure this out. Right. You know, it's look, I don't I I think the way Lillard handles the media is about as good as you can handle it. Again, I, he is my favorite blazer of all time. I think he handles himself with class. I think he has been phenomenal. I think he tells the truth. But like anyone else, you get tired and you get frustrated and you get worn down. And I think what you're seeing there is just you heard Tom Brady, right? In the Jim Gray. <laughs> you see him drop the two F-bombs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that divorce is really uh, yeah right old Tommy yeah Jim Gray asked Tom Brady what his plans were and if he had a timeline and he goes 
he's Tom Brady said, if I had an effing plan, I would have effing made it already. And that's a guy that he's been talking to for 12 years, right? He said, like, Jim, if I knew what I was going to effing do, I would have already effing done it. Right. <laughs> and then he said, but I appreciate the question. Thank you. Right? So I think that's what you have here is if you, you have Lillard who, who understands that tries to do his best to get in front of cameras, answer the questions. And I'll bet you behind the scenes and in front of the cameras, he has been asked that very question probably 12 times over the last three or four games. And he finally just, he snapped and was basically, that's what he said. Basically what he should have said is go ask freaking Joe Cronin. Exactly. Go ask Joe Cronin. Go ask Joe Cronin why he's not getting me more help. Well, this time of year, I think you do ask Joe Cronin. Yes. This time of year, I think you can maybe lay off Damian Lillard on that. In the off season, I I think it's very fair. If Lillard's going to be fielding questions, that all that que- line of questioning is fair, and if he says at that point, yeah. "Oh, I'm just point guard. All I do is is uh, play point guard. It's I'm, it's not my job." No. Get out of here with that. Yeah. It's 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 tough, but I I always tend to cut him. And you can say, and I, I get it if you want to say I'm an apologist because I like him, but I I I do give him a break because I do think that he handles the media. And look, it's not like we're a killer media here. This isn't New York. It's not Los Angeles, for God's sakes. Portland, you know. <laughs> You get treated with kid gloves here, but I still think he handles it better than any of the other star players. I mean, go back to what we had before Damian Lillard. We had LaMarcus Aldridge. Anyone want to go back to that? Anyone want to go back to the way he about, handled that? How about CTC? Yeah. Cut the check. I thought Roy was this way, too. I thought Brandon Roy and Lillard both were cut from the same sort of cloth, and that I thought they were as honest as they could be. And Lillard has faced way more scrutiny than than Roy about whether or not he wants to stay. So I tend to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I did kind of enjoy the, uh, it's not really cool. He did the, he did the, the, the dad thing. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Yeah. You know what? It's just, it's not cool. Yeah. Here's a good point. A lot of people are texting in. They're mad that we couldn't remember crossover. It's one of our finest moments here on the show. It, I, I, I agree. Like that. I should have remembered that. Yeah. Well, I like, should have remembered that. Like Maybe 15, I'll dig it up for a best of one of these days. Well, it was like 15 years ago. It was ago, a right? long time And I've been ago. hitting the head a lot. Sorry. And I have not seen that movie in 15 years. Well, nor should you. They said no. the stupid thing about crossover that you guys undersell is how there's millions of dollars being bet <laughs> on, underground. on underground amateur <laughs> basketball. But that's the same thing with Above the Rim. With the lighting being tire fires. Yes. Above the Rim's the same thing where they're playing like some sort of community, uh, like uh, it's a community rec league tournament. And it's the most important thing in the history of mankind murder will take place and one of tupac's finest roles all right we got to run it is time for in the news i will go get your noted and carbon neutral newsman here's buck t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are bringing you a higher love today. That's what we do here. That's Steve Winwood. Yeah, Steve Winwood. Yeah. That's right. Sneaky good show, Steve Winwood. Can't say I've ever seen him. Yeah, he's good. Winwood might be my favorite good weather music. Like if it's a nice day outside, pop on some Winwood. Oh. Just feels right. It's a good suggestion. Huh. June, uh, no, it's not June. It is January 24, 2023. It is time now for In the News. I'm your newsman. Thank you. I was getting really, really, That's really hot. That is hot. Is that too hot? Hey, now. Thank you. I always get Steve Winwood and Bruce Hornsby mixed up. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah, I get him, get him crossed. Hornsby has his own. Well, they both kind of have very distinct sound, but uh, I, I can see why you would get Yeah, I just confuse them. Today is, uh, and I'm your noted newsman, by the way. Thank you. Still carbon, carbon neutral, neutral. Yes, absolutely. It is National Peanut Butter Day. Oh, who doesn't love peanut? You butter. mean peanut butter? <laughs> uh, I don't. I've told you this before. I'm not a huge peanut butter guy. I can eat it. I, it's fine. You're despicable. I find it somewhat mid peanut that butter. Just blows my mind. Peanut butter is good on just about anything. It is also National Just Do It Day. Is that a Nike thing? or Go home and do it. <laughs> you can go home and tell your wife that? Hey, we got to do it. And what is it? I think it's a Nike thing. Yeah. I feel like Nike's behind that. I think they're a, you know, they're a company that could probably make that sort of thing happen. Well, more trouble for your Portland Thorns. I just don't know when they're going to, you know, stop giving us headlines. Yeah, we, uh, you know... Does this eventually get the jailblazers off the hook? Because we'd be like, hey, the jailblazers would be like, yeah, but those damn thorns. It, it, you know, they're just running amok over there. It really is. It's a, so it's, it's a problem. This is not pertaining to the league sexual assault investment. Eh, I'm butchering this. This is not pertaining to all the other stuff. No, this is separate. This is new and different. <laughs> and yet still uh, equal two more firings. But the league did investigate both of these incidents of misconduct. Yeah. So the head athletic trainer, Pierre Soubre, 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 I was going Soubre, uh, not going to work not a, Yeah, not going to be right in Soon to be looking for another job. Yeah. And assistant coach Sophie Klo were both fired. Yes. You fired. So, Chloe apparently kissed a player on the neck during a celebration. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I mean, that whole thing. First off, I've said it before. Stop kissing the players. Stop making out with the players. And you say, well, it was on the back of the neck. And as I said with the Tom Brady open mouth kiss, I think it's worse to kiss someone on the back of the neck. Nothing will bring a celebration to a halt quicker I than am. sneaking up behind someone 
and plant one on their neck. It's weird. Well, but how and do we illegal. Know, how do we know it was a sneak? You know, I need more information on this. <laughs> you know, was there flirting? Let's make sure we don't do anything to promote. Was that Stephen A? Stephen A. The Ray Rice thing. To all future Thorn employees, stop touching the players. Don't do it. So, Even if you're like, I think she wanted it. Stop touching the players. The claims were found to be substantiated and a violation of league policy. The investigation also examined allegations of bullying behavior by Clo, although it found those reports to be unsubstantiated. But yeah. they fired her anyway, so she's out. She's out. Can't do that. Okay, so this Pierre guy was the head athletic trainer, and uh, he... So the investigation began in November by the league... And it was Thorne's leadership that informed them that their team physician, Dr. Brianne Brown, reported to them that this guy had told had uh, given two players codeine at a match. Yes, and codeine codeine's an opioid uh, painkiller. Most people associate it with like cough syrup or scissor if you want to go with the illegal drink, the purple drink, the lean. But the, the big problem here is uh, you're an athletic trainer. You're not a doctor. You can't write prescriptions. And if you can't write prescriptions, you can't be handing out opioids. Can't do that. So someone ratted on him. Yeah, and they found that to be true and substantiated. Then Brown, the head doctor, also self-reported her own conduct for an incident in which Pierre asked her for a controlled medication to give to players as needed, and she did give it to him. Yeah, and so this was – we were talking about this. So back when I played – this was like the this was the norm. There was no prescriptions. You just got pills from anybody. Now, let's let's finish. So, in fairness to her, she got uncomfortable with it yeah. and took it back before it was given to any player. Yes, which is the right. Which thing. Which is why she was not punished. It's the right thing to do because back in the day, like I said, people just handed out pills, and a bunch of NFL doctors got in trouble for this a number of years ago, and now they do a much better job. Who was the the California Angels pitcher? Um, Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs. Like, and, and there was a couple. Uh, we've had an Oklahoma football player uh, died of an opioid overdose. They've gotten much, much better about making sure that things are documented and it's not just random people handing out opioids. So I have a question. Is anyone left at the Thorns? Uh, <laughs> well, I think the player Who has not been fired. <laughs> well, the owner has been fired. Right? The GM's been fired. Wilkinson, right? Yeah, he got canned. The head coach has been canned. Uh, we got the athletic trainer, the Golub head athletic trainer. Turfed. Golub got turfed. He was like the VP of like operations. Um, an assistant trainer. An assistant trainer. The do- Yeah, well, the doctor didn't get turfed. So the, do- the doctor. We've got the team doctor. The doctor was going to get turfed, but she said no, took it back. Therefore, she didn't get turfed, even though they probably could have turfed her. So how about that? We hold on to that. As far as we know, we have some players and there's a team doctor. And it still hasn't sold yet. So. Things are looking up. <laughs> Uh, would you pay $150 for a cup of coffee? Uh, no. Why not? Well, one, I hate coffee and I never drink it. And uh, $150, I'm trying to think if there's a drink that I would pay $150 for. Yeah, it's it sounds weird, but it is a thing. This is real. Starbucks? <laughs> no. Those coffees are expensive. Man, they get you. Portland is one of two locations in the United States where coffee drinkers can purchase a cup of Proud Mary coffee. That will cost $150 because only 22 cups of the coffee will be available in the U.S. 
let me just say for the record that's the dumbest thing that you could spend money on but all right well you know people are real coffee snobs and connoisseurs you uh-huh. know? Uh, much like bourbons and wine sure and so uh, why is what what makes this outside of the fact that there's only 22 like are these beans like grown by like seven like like, like it like, says like seven people in the himalayas or something like what so this is so it's proud mary coffee and uh the primary coffee roaster company is Australian based, but they have locations in Portland and Austin. And it's called the Black Jaguar Geisha Coffee. Oh, that's a little weird. And possibly racist. Let's go let's just start throwing shade at it. G E I S Well Geisha is like, you're talking about like the Asian Geisha? I mean I don't know. I, no, I that's Geisha. Well, that's Geisha right. is Geisha. the Asian I don't well, even I understand know, what like, it what? is. I just don't okay. know if this is if that's what this means. I don't know. Geisha, geisha. Black Jaguar geisha. The gay, word you just spelled is geisha. Yeah. Gay Jaguars. <laughs> That's why it's so expensive. You get the coffee out of the gay Jaguars, and those are probably hard to find. Gay They're very hard to find. Black Jaguars. The coffee comes from Hartman Estate in Panama, and it recently won first place in the 2022 Best of Panama competition, one of the most prestigious coffee competitions in the world. Proud Mary Coffee Roasters paid $2,000 for one pound of the beans. Oh, my God. It's the company's most expensive coffee purchased to date. For anyone who wants to try the pricey cup of Joe but doesn't want to spend the money on it, there is another option. They will be giving away one cup of the coffee in the U.S. to the person who receives a golden ticket included in their purchase of a Hartman pre-sale 10 from Proud Mary's website. Or I could just give you a pu- cup of coffee and tell you that it's gay black jaguar coffee <laughs> and you won't know the difference. <laughs> right? When I was in Bali, they did they have the uh is it the Capi Capi Louis? The the coffee that gets eaten by the little muskrats and then they poop it out? I don't know. There is a coffee. And they make coffee out, coffee out of their, their that, scat? Yeah, they, they pick the beans out of the poop, and then they use those, and they're like somehow they oh. ferment like in the, the belly. And supposedly it's it's like the best coffee wow. in the world. It's really expensive. Okay. And in Bali, you can go to these places, and they've got the little, I don't know if it's a meat grat or something. It's some like lemur-looking thing. And they've got them there in the cages, and you can watch the, the animal poop. And then, like, the, that's how they, they harvest the beans. I had a cup of that coffee. And, again, I'm not a coffee drinker, but everyone else in my family was. And everyone said the same. Like, what? Like, But they tell you, you don't put any cream or sugar in it because then you miss the essence of the, the ass of the animal where this <laughs> came from. It's like, you really got to taste the butt. Well, that's like putting uh, ketchup on a steak. Right? Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. And, and I tried that. and like I putting a good bourbon with Coke. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You don't get it? No, I, I didn't understand it. So I, I looked to others who were coffee drinkers, and none of the people in our group could could tell me the difference between ass coffee that costs an arm and a leg versus, you know, a huh. cup of Starbucks. But We have a text. Uh, my wife and I have been to Proud Mary's. Even for Portland, it's overpriced for what you get, and the owner is a jerk. <laughs> How about that? I don't uh, see anything I, positive on the text line about I don't Proud know, Mary's. so I'm not taking shots at Proud Mary. I just, that, that's a lot for coffee. How would you like to win a tour of a wastewater treatment plant? Yes! I've been waiting for that. Uh, that story next on The Fan. Now this is Bruce Hornsby. Not to be confused with Steve Winwood. Can you see, though, where I'm making the mistake? 
Well, like I said, yeah, I, I can see how somebody would get those two mixed up for sure. It's got similar vibes in my opinion. I would say now the hard part is to to power rank the two, but I'm I'm probably gonna go. Boy, that's tough. I think Hornsby greater than Winwood. I'm going Hornsby too because my buddy that's in the music business who uh, lets you know that unfortunately most of the people that you love in the music industry are terrible human beings mm-hmm. says Bruce Hornsby, one of the best dudes you'll ever meet. Love hearing that. Just says he's fantastic. Big basketball guy too. He's a big sports guy. I met him once. Uh, really big sports Wait, guy. What? Bucky's friend of Bruce Hornsby. Friend of Bruce Hornsby. Noted klepto Ryan Buckley. <laughs> yeah. No. Not a not a friend. But uh, I got to go to uh, a Super Bowl as part of a corporate thing my dad got invited to when I was like mm-hmm. thirteen, and he he played like a private concert for the sponsors, and oh. he chatted us up afterwards. He was a nice guy. All right. Yeah, but so he just, confirmed. He's he just cool. he just swears by him. Still alive, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're still around. I don't think we lost him during COVID. We lost John Prine though, which to this day bums me out. He's got to be in his what late sixties, sixty-eight. Yeah. Denny Doyle. Uh, back to the news. <laughs> now to child porn news. Uh, Denny Doyle, the uh, former Beaverton mayor. Mm-hmm. Sentenced to six months in federal prison for possessing child pornography. That's it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Six months? That's it. Now, he is 74, but he was also sentenced to five years of post-prison supervision in order to pay $22,000 in restitution to his uh, victims. Court records show that in... What were his victims? Well, I thought he just I thought he just had online. That's what's confusing. Okay, so court records show that in late January 2022, a local business gave Beaverton police a thumb drive that contained child pornography and personal photos that belonged to Doyle. Ah, uh, maybe that's what it was. He had photos of of, of kids. A local business. Well, yeah, child. Porn. No, no, no. But like, I, I I was under the impression when when this, we were talking about the story that he just had online pornography. But if you say personal photos. Were there photos of kids that he was taking himself? I don't, I don't know. Because it's the, also odd that it says a local business. Yeah. Where did you get a thumb what drive? Is that? Yeah. Well, so where did they get it? Do you think he was like going to print them off somewhere and he left it behind or something? What, you taking that to a Kinko's? Well, I mean, I, I don't know why, how <laughs> else would it... Seriously? But how else would it end up at a local business? That's that, that's oh. the only thing I can come up with. Yeah, I'm going to head down to a FedEx, uh, you know, FedEx Kinko's there. And, hey, hey, did you blow you, these up for me? You print these... Uh, you know, you want glossy or matte on that? Ah, uh, you know, let's go with your, your choice. Whatever you think, you know, makes them pop. Law enforcement also determined the images of child pornography were downloaded onto the thumb drive between uh, November... 2014 and December 2015 while Doyle was serving as the mayor of Beaverton. Mm. The case then went to the FBI and uh, they called him at his home. He admitted the drive was his and that he personally downloaded the child porn from his home computer. Yeah. It's still not answering a lot of our questions. Yeah. That just seems... They could not find any further evidence. Look, I'm glad the scumbag's going to do some time in prison. I'm glad that they're going to monitor him. Um... You know, hopefully he'll be dead soon. He's 70-whatever. You said he's 74. 74, yeah. And he's obviously a piece of dirt, allegedly. Um, Everybody loved him, though. But I, I find that I find it weird that six months is all you got for, I know, right? for that. I would have thought that those carried a harsher penalty. Well, that's probably, uh, don't you think some of that's just his name and his... Yeah, I don't he's know. He's got pull. Yeah, I guess. I just always hear that like, the guys that get caught with that, I mean, like... 
I mean, they, they do like Jared Fogle and those. I mean, you're doing serious time for that. The the law tends to not look the other way at uh, at child pornography. Somebody said he works for a soccer team in Beaverton, and they're the ones that found it and turned it in. I still so perhaps he he just left it. He like he had it on him or in a bag and it fell out or something. Like, like he just carries that around in his oops. gym bag just in case. Hey, you guys seen my child porn laying around? Yeah, you know, like I, you know, and like your bag. I don't know what you have in your leather satchel, but you know, not child. No, porn. I don't. I don't have one of those. A little flash drive, yay big, contains a bunch of child porn. No, <laughs> you guys seen that at all? Goodness. <laughs> oh yeah, what did it look like? Oh, yeah, unbelievable. Gray. Yeah, you know. More than 300,000 flyers were mailed out to Portlanders on January 21st with a curious offer, a chance to win a tour of the city's sewage treatment plant. God, I've been waiting years for this. The flyer asks, ever wonder what happens to what you flush? (laughs) No, but all right. Enter to win a tour of the city's main wastewater treatment plant and see for yourself. Question, can I not? Do I need this special Willy Wonka golden brown ticket? I can't just rock up to the treatment center and be like, hey, can I look around? This is real. Ten lucky Portland residents will be invited, or unlucky, depending on how you look at it, will be invited inside the Columbia Boulevard wastewater treatment plant in North Portland in the spring of 2023. You want to see a big vat of doo-doo? They said, quite frankly, we're pleased by the response. People are interested in a behind-the-scenes look at how we clean up that dirty, poopy water. Interesting. Says the... uh, What a dude in charge what a random like of all the things to auction off like yeah whose idea was that it's the portland bureau of, of environmental services more importantly who says yes like do you have nothing else going on on a wednesday would like, you want to see that like i think i i'm mildly intrigued because I don't know how they do that, and I I would I just think that's kind of interesting. So you're saying you're sitting around Saturday afternoon, so this call, Saturday, yeah. So, well, I'm assuming it's not on a weekday. You got to work. True. Well, I can go in the morning. Okay, how about this? I call you up on a Wednesday after my morning constitution. Call you up on a Wednesday and say, hey, okay, nine thirty, mm-hmm. treatment center, mm-hmm. tour of the do. We're gonna go look at some poo. You're in. You're just you're you're that's what you're that's how you're spending your Wednesday morning. How long is it? I'm assuming at least an hour. What's a, t- a, a, a tour mean, never lasts never lasts shorter than an hour. Let's say you're in and out in two hours. Yeah, whole thing. That's a lot. Nine to eleven, you're committed because you got to get there and you probably got to sign a waiver. I'm guessing you're getting a hard hat, maybe some goggles, Look, probably a white coat. Here's the only something to cover your nose. Yeah. Here's the circumstance in which I would. I, I do find the topic, like, how they do that is interesting to me. Okay. Okay. So, operating on that notion, if I were, say, on vacation, and let's say we're at, I don't know, a fish hatchery. Okay. Or we're, we're just, sometimes, have you ever been bored on vacation where you're looking around at things and they're uninteresting? Go to the Oregon coast sometime. It happens. All, that's how you end up at the Ripley's like uh, museum. See, I find fish hatcheries really stupid. Like, I don't care. Sure. Uh, if down the road there was a wastewater treatment plant and it was free and they were going to give me a tour and show me how they clean the poopy water, yeah, I'm more interested in that than in the hatchery, and I'm probably going down there. Huh. But I'm not doing it on a work day yeah. or a golf day or any other. 
Like, it, it has to be a very special circumstance <laughs> where it's like, you know what, fine, I'll go in there. But there is a circumstance. Because say, how many days are not a work day and not a golf day? Well, like I said, we were at, so my brother and his wife and kids were here, and they, we were at, we went on a hike up near the fish hatchery, right? Yeah. Gorge, and after the hike, they went over there. Yeah. And I could not have been any more <laughs> disgusted. When I was a kid, we had to do that. And we, I'm like, we took a I tour don't of the fish care about this. Yeah. But they're like, oh, it won't be long. So I stayed out with the dog on a park bench. It was summer. On a park bench and just hung out and drank a beer. Yeah. While they went in and, uh, you know. If I didn't have the dog and there were a wastewater treat, This is the exact this scenario, is the scenario I'm telling yes. you. If there were one, somebody came by and said, hey, do you want to see how they clean the poop water? <laughs> it's right over here. It's free and it will take an hour. They're going to be in there an hour anyway. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> all right. Other than that, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all. So there's there's your answer. There is your answer. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm not certain. I think I might stay outside and, and sit in the sunshine and beer. That exact scenario that you just painted, although it's raining, that's how you get me in. Mm. Yeah, it was nice out. See, if it's nice out. and It's hot, though. If it's nice out and I have alcohol, no. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sitting outside. That's an outdoor nap. That's that's a that's me drinking a beer and laying under a tree. But rainy day, yeah, I'll go look at some poo. Well, during the tour, contest winners will learn how Portland processes its waste and how that waste gets turned into clean water, energy, and manure. Isn't that weird that that they turn that into clean water? I know. Doesn't I w- that r- freak you out? Well, and and this may be one of the reasons why I'm kind of dismissing this is I watched a Mike Rowe, uh, what does that show? Like Dirty Jobs. Dirty Jobs, yeah. And I will say, at least in the confines of my couch and watching Mike Rowe do it, it was, it it is it is pretty interesting to 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 think that, and we're living in a time where that yeah. is that How is do a you thing. Because up until recent modern history, yeah, we just we just dump that somewhere, you know. The fact that we have reached that point in modern society is pretty impressive. They're also saying that the Portland Bureau of Environmental Services does have an informational video. If you don't win one of the tours, it's titled After the Flush. Let me ask you this question, too. You can too. have a step-by-step look at the water treatment <laughs> process, which I will probably watch. Yeah. If if you were on that tour and you saw the poo come in, mm-hmm. and you saw it clean, filtered, all that, and you, you saw the whole process, and then at the very end, <laughs> they poured you a glass, oh, wow. and you saw the whole thing. Could you drink that glass? I couldn't. I don't want to. I mean, I could, I don't, but I, I don't want I, to. I wouldn't. It's the that would not be a good ending to the... Yeah, right? It's the ending. It's kind of hot in there. It smells a little bit, but at the very end, they give you a nice, cold, refreshing glass, and yeah. you just saw where that came from. <laughs> Could you... Hold it up to the light. Yes. And you're like, nah, it looks what good. What if they did a little before and after? Like, right when you walk in the door, say, here, taste this. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I mean, in their, uh, from their point of perspective, it's like, we just did this all for you. You're not going to have the water now? Right. Right? Because, like, I've done the... Like, I've toured the... No, Coor- I'm not. I've toured the Coors Factory. I've done, like, the Lagavulin Factory in Scotland. I've done the Guinness in Ireland. And the cool thing is at the end of those tours, guess what you get to do? Drink. You get to drink right from the big vat. Do you get to drink from the vat at the poo water facility? I kind of think I you... I hope sh- not. I kind of think you should. Isn't that the ultimate proof? They just have a water fountain there <laughs> for everyone to stop by on their way out. <laughs> Just, it's, it's clean, trust us. <laughs> All right, we got to run. There's your news. Uh, Hot 5 and 5 is coming up next. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Mike Clevenger news. Remember him? I do remember him. 
Apparently there's a team that is ready to offer their job to Sean Payton. And, oh, a player in the Final Four of the NFL playoffs has been arrested. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's, and, and not for something, although you can't be arrested for something good, but this one is especially <laughs> problematic. Uh, that's next on The Fan. I w- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.